with us today is Senator Rick Scott from the great state of Florida. And uh, he's one smart guy and uh, like to know what's going on in our country and what's going on in the world. Uh, good morning, uh, Senator Scott. How are you today? Good morning, John. We did, you know, it, it's really frustrating right now. We've got we have our federal government that basically is making a bunch of decisions that are bad for us, whether it's you know, they can't live within their means. Congress just keeps spending money like it's going out of style. We have a president that has a completely open border. Um, I mean, this, you know, not worrying about inflation. You think about the things that impact families. I grew up in a, uh, I grew up in a very poor family. We lived in public housing. I was born to a single mom. And we've got to start fighting to make sure kids like, you know, what I had the opportunity to do, you had the opportunity to do. It's true for every kid in this country. You don't do it by spending money like it's going out of style. We have to balance our budget. We have to preserve Medicare. We have to preserve Social Security. But we need to start reviewing our everything we're doing. I put out a plan to rescue the country. You can go to rescueamerica.com. Give me your ideas. Uh, but I want to rescue this country because the path we're going now down is not sustainable. Senator, I grew up in the poor in, in Harlem, too. And what I'm worried yeah. about is not our kids and our grandkids to come. Me and you will be okay, but our, our grandkids to come, that's what I worry about. Uh, what else? Yeah, I what keep you. Yes. What, what, uh, what else keeps you up late at night? We have a Republican Party all across the country. They want leadership that's going to stop caving to the Democrats. As you know, I ran against Mitch McConnell to be the leader of the Republicans in the Senate uh, because we've got to do exactly what we've got to govern the way we we campaign we have to say we actually do care about fiscal responsibility we can never pass an omnibus bill and give them any republican votes again we've got to we've got to say that earmarks are you know are crazy 7500 earmarks 87,000 new irs agents all these things we've got to fight like hell to make sure this stuff stops we got to bring this country back to the country that has opportunity for everybody so Live within our means. It's the biggest fight we're going to have the next few months with this debt ceiling. Preserve the programs that people care about, but review everything we're doing. We have 77,000 empty federal buildings that we're paying for. Paying for. We, over, we have over $400 billion of our federal budget every year. It's never been authorized. I mean, you would never run your business like this. You would never run your family like this. We've got to start reviewing exactly what we're doing. So we've got to get inflation under control. We've got to support our law enforcement. We've got to make sure our kids get the best education possible. Uh, we've got to make sure we have the most lethal, not the most woke military. So those are things I focus on every day is making sure uh, that every child has the same opportunity you and I had. I agree 100 percent. What concerns me, Senator, is our southern border. There are so many people coming through that border, and we have no checks and balances who they are. We don't under, we don't know if they're criminals. We don't know if they if they're carrying diseases. We don't know anything like that. And and the fact is, uh, we've had so many sabotages in our in, in our states in our cities. Uh, can possibly some of these uh, terrorists or, or saboteurs can be coming through these borders unchecked? You know, well, here's what's crazy. Uh, the Biden administration um, made the decision. They want to have open borders. I mean, that's what they made that decision, that they were not going to have a border. So what that means is there's some nice people who want to come across and live our dreams, 
But there's people that don't believe in the American way of life. There's criminals that are coming across. There are terrorists that are coming across. Uh, we have no idea. And what we do know for sure uh, is there's a lot of drugs. 70,000 people died of fentanyl overdose. This is drugs produced in, uh, with the support of China, uh, brought to us by the cartels. So we've got to start waking up uh, to the things that are happening. China, the government of China, the government of Russia have decided to be our, not our, our challengers. They're our enemies. We've got to stop ever buying anything, anything, anything made in communist China or made in Russia. No American business should do any business, any business in communist China or Russia. None. We've got to start saying that we're going to focus on what's good for America, what's good for Americans, what's good for our children, our grandchildren, and stop pacifying. All, the, uh, all that Biden does is pacify China. Right? I mean, I don't know why he does this. Is he, I don't know if he's compromised. I don't know what it is. But this is a guy that won't stand up to dictators around the world. Well, I know, uh, Senator, you're on the Committee for Homeland Security and you're on the Committee for Armed Forces. Uh, are you concerned that the Chinese are moving ahead at warp speed, so to say, the new word in town, warp speed, versus uh, our, uh, our uh, armies and Navy and is more concerned about, about uh, LBGQ and uh, et cetera, et cetera, and they are, they, they are moving so far ahead of us. Absolutely. If you, if you are, I, I served, I, I joined it when I was 18 years old, I joined the U.S. Navy. My father did all the combat jumps in the Second World War with the 82nd Airborne. There was only four of them. Only 3,000 people did that. I, I'm proud of what he did. I'm glad I had the opportunity. But when I was in the military, what we were supposed to be is the most lethal group of men and women in the world. Not the most woke, the most lethal. We want everybody in the world to be scared to death of our military. Now, China, they're not focused on pronouns. They're focused on how do they invade Taiwan and win? How do they make sure that they can beat the United States so they can be the dominant player in the world and we will lose our rights and our opportunities? So I'm, I'm very concerned that every time you buy a Chinese product or you buy an app, you use TikTok, the Chinese government makes money off that. The money always flows to the Chinese government. And what they're going to do with that money is they're going to continue to build a military to defeat us and defeat our way of life. They're going to continue sending drugs in this country and kill tens of thousands of people a year. Americans need to wake up right, and fight against uh, what communist China is doing, what Russia is doing, what the radical left is doing in this country. Uh, our economy, I'm concerned about that. The Federal Reserve keeps increasing interest rates to theoretically fix the problem. But by increasing interest rates, 20% of our economy is the real estate industry, and they're destroying that. How do you fix something by destroying another industry? Uh, all, we, all they have to do is open up the spigots and allow more oil to be produced in North America, and now inflation will go away. What say you on that? Jay Powell's done a very bad job at the Federal Reserve. He's built a balance sheet that doesn't make any sense. When Barack Obama got elected, the balance sheet of the Federal Reserve was $800 billion, and now it's, now it's $8.5 trillion. Right? So they've been buying up our treasuries, which has caused an unbelievable misallocation of capital. Now, that's number one. The other, the other big problem with inflation is inflation is caused by government spending, reckless government spending. Right? 
the, it's anticipated that if we just follow the Biden plan right now, we'll have over $50 trillion worth of debt in, in 10 years. How will we ever, ever pay for the interest and also preserve our military, preserve the programs that people rely on, like veterans benefits, Medicare and Social Security? So we've got to do two things. We've, we've, got to, we've got to balance our budget and we've got to allocate the dollars the right way. And then we have to say, how do we grow businesses? I did this as governor of Florida. Now, when I became governor back in 2010, the state had lost 800,000 jobs. How did we add 1.7 million jobs in eight years? We reduced the permitting time. We streamlined the regulations. We got rid of regulations we didn't need. We recruited companies. We say, how can we help you grow so you can add more jobs? That's the opposite of what the Biden administration is doing. They're making it more difficult every day. And you're right. We will not build a great economy if we have expensive energy. Energy is, is, is a lifeblood. Cheap energy is the lifeblood of a great economy. And if you, like, if you want poor people to have a shot to get ahead, you don't do it with expensive energy. And so what the Biden administration is doing by causing energy prices to go up and, and, us, and making us dependent on, on other countries for our, our energy, it's putting us in a precarious position, especially hurting the ability for poor families in this country to get ahead. I agree, Senator. Because, and you know what I say? Because of, of restricting the energy policy of the United States, it's making the poor people of the United States poorer and the middle class of the United States poorer. And a trillion dollars has moved over in wealth from the United States and North America to Russia and the OPEC nations. And, and I say that, uh, and I am yep. not happy about that. Uh, well, I want to, Senator, I want to thank you for everything you've done for our country. Uh, any, uh, we have 30 seconds left. Any, any last words? Well, John, I'm, I'm, I'm the kid that got to live the dream of America. I'm born to a single mom, lived in public housing, got to join the Navy at 18, serve uh, in the United States Navy, which I'm very proud of. We've got to fight to make sure everybody has the same opportunity to get ahead. I agree 100%. God bless you, and God bless America, and we'll catch up again real soon.